Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three, call! The Rangers are going to the World Series! Drives with underneath lefty layup, banks it in with 3.6 remaining. To the cutting door down the lane, yes, there it is! There it is! And the Mavericks are going to win the championship! And welcome back to the Core 4 Dallas podcast covering the only Major League Baseball team that does not know how to hit a baseball more than 30 feet in the infield. As always, I am with my co-host, Mr. Gabe. How are we doing today? Post-Rangers first series against the Rockies feeling a little bit down today definitely absolutely first game you know Friday we were feeling good I wasn't we were we were were feeling all right I mean we got a win it was opening day hey whatever scored one run couldn't hit the ball but a win is a win had to take anything we could get and then second game comes around and it's just it's a total slugfest can't do anything we get eight hits on the day but I mean, what, we had two unearned runs, or the Rockies had two, or one or two unearned runs, just a not a smart move by Miner during, I forget what inning that was, I think it was the fourth. It wasn't, it minor, just, it wasn't Miner's fault, the, the errors by the infield basically screwed that whole inning. Yeah, so. Adore, Adore, of course, made a bad, bad play, but it's whatever, still, I mean, allowing three runs, Miner pitched a good game. Actually, minor sure. minor only had one. He, he only he only got credited one. He got one earned run. He had minor through five innings. Well, I mean, it was six strikeouts. Five in, five innings, one earned run is amazing from a starter. Like that's all you, that's all you can ask for from any starter. Yeah, and especially with the performance that Lynn had in opening day, game one, six innings, only allowing two hits, nine strikeouts to tie. Good old Matt Harrison and Colby Lewis for Texas Rangers opening day record. And I mean, we—I guess you can say we backed him up. We got one run, but that's just something that when your pitcher throws six innings, allows two hits, you definitely want a lot more run support than that. But so then we had Miner throw a good game, and then game three starts off. We see Kluber, good first inning, walk somebody, but it's whatever. And he doesn't come back out for the second. We see Joe Palumbo come in, and that's when you know we start getting a little worried what's going on Palumbo so, was good those first those, those Palumbo played really well those first three innings I think I think I think his stamina just got completely destroyed I don't think he was ready I mean I don't blame him like you don't expect to just go in as a starter basically yeah I mean so Kluber elbow issue for him I'm not sure it was shoulder actually it was shoulder not shoulder not elbow they said we'll hear more uh, on Tuesday or Monday. Tomorrow, so. it, it, it's it's probably nothing serious. The Rangers were being smart and being perca- and being precautious. I mean, Kluber probably had soreness that whole inning and didn't even show like anything was wrong. He just he literally just walked to the locker room after, like he just acted like nothing happened. I mean, Kluber looked yeah, fine. Yeah. Like I don't think I don't think I don't I don't think he's I don't think he'll probably be ready for his next start, which his next start's probably not going to be for another almost a week. So he'll probably be fine. And so they were talking about maybe just putting in Jordan Lyles in that spot or just finding a spot 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 start for him. But who knows? I mean, seeing what happened with Justin Verlander just a couple minutes ago. Yeah, dude, what happened? Here. I didn't even see like like did he did he actually did he get hurt like in the game he, yesterday? He has an elbow injury. 
Um, but he didn't. So... Pi- but he didn't pitch today. Like I didn't hear anything about the injury yesterday. Did like he just come out like today that he got? I don't know. Has he pitched yet? He pitched yesterday. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Then he definitely. Something definitely came up after that game, and they kind of didn't want to say. Oh much, no, no, he yeah. didn't pitch yesterday. He he pitched opening day, so two days ago. No. Yeah, today's today Sunday, but yeah. So either way, I mean, he's gonna miss the whole season. That has to be already... that was a ha- that has to be a Tommy John thing, right? Well, it is sixty games. It's not one hundred sixty. Either way, though, elbow injuries are terrifying. That's, that's gonna so that's yeah. I saw a bunch of Astro fans on Twitter. They're like, the window for us is closing. I'm like, yeah, like, your pitchers are really old. I mean, they have a lot. The Astros have some young talent, but, like, in terms of pitching, their pitchers are getting getting old, so. I mean, the Houston Astros are still I mean, honestly, that division. might, the A's I'm might win, in, the A's might win the division now, because now the Ast- the Astros, now basically the Astros this year, they went from having Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander to not having Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander. So basically, they lost their two best pitchers for the whole year. Basically, and now they only have two competent starters, so yikes for the Astros. I mean, they've got Grinky still. They've got Lance McCullers. You've got. It's yeah. definitely it's definitely going to hurt them now. It's gonna, especially in the playoffs. The playoffs is where it's probably going to hurt them the most. Yeah, I don't know what their game plan is going to be with that. I Score more runs because they can do it. They can hit the ball. One thing they can. absolutely they can. That's I mean, the one thing but you don't need to worry about. But like as we saw today, the Mariners put up like eight runs on on the, the Astros, and they had like seven. So you can score runs. You still need. Yeah, Mariners won that seven six. I mean, and I don't know if you saw Shohei though. His first. Oh, inning. good lord! Yeah, that was that was god awful. I mean, he had control issues in training camp, which I mean, it, 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 a lot of pitch. Some pitchers are gonna be we're gonna be more ready than others. Good lord. Man, the A the A's might have the A's might have caught a break with everybody in the AOS looking a little suspect. And the A's are the A's the A's might just run away. And this might I mean, obviously with this new expanded playoff it'll obviously help out Texas. Oh, with Verlander going out, Mariners, that gives that gives the Rangers a huge shot to go either get to second or even get into the compete for like high second or third. We just have to start hitting the ball. I mean, Joey Gallo hit a bomb today, but I mean, when you can't get anybody on base and it's to lead off an inning, I I don't like Joey hitting in the four hole. I really don't. Why? I think he should be hitting two or three because he's just a dude that I I just don't feel like fits in that four hole. And he talked about it, how he just like mentally or whatever wouldn't like hitting two or three. But when he's like arguably our most productive hitter, you need to have – leading off you need to have somebody like Danny Santana Santana hitting two San, I, I, I'm concerned with Danny for these first three games he looks a little bit washed to me like he only has one hit I think but I don't know if it's just him but like last year he was amazing and these first three games it's I, I don't want to say it's a fluke yet but like we'll see I I, I think the Rangers after these first the, the Rangers just need to hover around 500 the whole year I think 500 probably gets them into the top eight probably I think I think that gets us I don't know if it'll get us second in the division mainly because 30 and 30 definitely i'm saying i'm saying because the ale nothing against the ale central but the ale central is kind of weak so 30 and 30 probably probably gets you to the seventh or eighth seed i mean i i feel like we i feel like we should almost focus on trying to get that two seed oh yeah that's that's what we're going i mean with the astros getting hurt now that with verlander getting hurt that makes it even more interesting for the top of the division now between i mean minnesota has looked 
horrifying through these. I mean, they oh are my god, dude, forty. Then the Rangers should have just freaking signed forty-year-old Nelson Cruz back. Dude had like eight RBIs today and just to, jacking. I don't want to speak of that man. I don't want to speak of him. He has done, he's done great things, but he's done one horrible thing that I don't think I will ever forgive him. I mean, if we're being honest though, he he he. I mean, he's not he. Well, he wasn't a defensive player. He, Which is why I'm still upset at Wash for leaving him in the game in that late I don't know in the why inning, we yeah. didn't put it i don't even i don't even want to talk about that anymore. That's a whole no but 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 still it doesn't raise the fact that 40 year old nelson cruz had has more rbis through through three games than our whole team i think he had he had like six today i think yeah. nelson cruz nelson cruz has more today. runs combined than seven our whole RBIs team today. i mean seven. we can we can okay let's go That's ahead and dive sorry sorry cut you off sorry Continue. go ahead no, I'll say let's let let's jump in. This is gonna be a pretty much a Rangers focus show today because that's that's really what's been on, on both of our minds. Really want to give. I mean, the Mavs did play a couple games, but those really aren't real games. We we these are real games that like have a big impact, especially in sixty game season. But the first game, I mean, what what do you can say about Lance Lynn? The dude, the dude was absolutely fantastic. I mean, he came in. He what was he like? He was like six innings, no runs, like what eight strikeouts, right? Seven or eight? Nine nine, nine strikeouts. Nine strikeouts two hits i mean the dude was absolutely fantastic and i i gotta say that first game the bats were concerning i feel like the second and third game the bats were a little bit better so yeah hits wise for sure we had three hits i mean us in colorado day. just almost basically had the same amount of hits every single game it was just that colorado like today to in today's game the difference was trevor capitalize. was story had two home runs so that was literally the difference yeah, and so, I mean, looking at the Rangers in years past, when you think, okay, Rangers, you think a team that'll hit the ball, a team that'll put runs on the, on the board and find a way to get a win, whether that's just scoring a crap ton of runs or, I mean, lots of blown saves in the past. Leclerc's looked good so far. Uh, I don't know. Leclerc, Leclerc looked really bad in his ninth inning today. I wouldn't say... I mean, he yeah, he's he he, he's not he's not he he's not hitting his spots. I mean, he's he's missing the strike zone a ton. He's had he threw like he like in the first game he threw like seven straight balls. Today he did not have a lot of strikes. Leclerc is has is is worrying me a little bit. I mean, at the end of the day, all you need is him to just get out, and that's what he's done. So I'm not gonna complain too much about him because there's other things that are bigger problems that we need to complain about. Because in the first game, the bullpen looked great. I mean, that, the bullpen has been the six. biggest surprise so far. The bullpen, the bullpen has looked absolutely fantastic. I mean, the Rangers have a lot of young arms in this bullpen, and the fact that they've gone out and pretty much just one, two, three them every single time. I mean, that's absolutely fantastic. Jesse Chavez has pitched three. He pitched one inning opening day, and he pitched two today. He's looked really good. Hasn't allowed a run. Yeah, he got out. He got out of. He got out of a bases loaded situation by, and his only run gave up was a sack fly, which isn't even credited to him because the bases were loaded. So yeah, and so I really do. I mean, looking at him, you're like, okay, this dude. What is he? What is he about to do? But he is actually. He's came up big in a lot of situations, and he's definitely eaten some innings that need to be eaten. And Jonathan Hernandez has not looked bad at all. I yeah, I'm, like Jonathan Hernandez looked really, pitched. really solid. And also that white guy, I forgot his name. I can't pronounce it. Ian Jabot. Yeah, he came in. He's looked really good, too. Yeah, he had two strikeouts last night. Had a strikeout today. He faced the absolute heart of the order. I believe it was yesterday. 
he came in and he just he didn't care he just came right through him and he had two strikeouts through that and so seeing that we have dudes in the bullpen that can actually do something and hold their own definitely is good but at the same time it's like we have to start hitting the ball because scoring one two three runs it'll win you a couple games like opening day but it's not gonna win you it's weird it's It's like the rangers are built to win the rangers are built like for postseason baseball right now but like it's this is regular season baseball is more about hitting. Postseason baseball is a lot more about pitching. That's what I'm saying. As long as the Rangers can somehow get in the playoffs this year in that, that A team, I give the Rangers a shot just because of their three starters. Yeah, but it's kind of I like mean, goaltending in hockey. Is, like if what? you have a, if you have a good goaltender in hockey, you have a you have a chance every single game. Like with the Rangers pitching, they have a chance every game. Yeah, which is all you could ask for is a chance. But I don't know if it'll even get us into the playoffs this year. I mean. I'm hoping 30 and 30 helps us. I mean, I feel like we really need to go for this two spot in the division because I feel like now that's really up for grabs and really able to, like, I mean, the AOS is weird. It's always been weird. I mean, recently the Astros have been. I mean, hey, the 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 Orioles are, the Orioles are two, are two and one right now. So what world are we living in? So yeah, I only yeah. picked the Orioles to win like twelve games, and I think I'm like, oh god, they play really good the first three games. I might, they might, they might, they might prove me wrong. I might have just reverse jinxed the Orioles and made them have a good season. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Baseball's weird. Crazy things happen. I mean, I mean, there there are good teams that are one and two. Like one and two is not like I'm not gonna panic over one and two, like. No, Bal- the Baltimore Orioles are first place in the, in the, in the, in their division right now. So I mean, I mean, it is the first week, so you got to give it a couple times to let things. Let the Miami Marlins are the best team in their that. division right now. So yeah, we have a lot of crazy things going on in the MLB right now. <laughs> the two worst yeah, teams I picked to be the worst. Be. The Phillies, the Phillies should borderline. The Phillies, the, the Red Sox should not have lost two games to Baltimore, and the Phillies should not have lost two games to Miami. But Miami and Baltimore were just hitting really well. I mean. With with this all with this late start, like a lot, some teams are gonna have like some teams' bats are gonna be a lot slower, but other teams' pitchings are gonna be really bad. Like you really don't know. As I said, the first, I feel like it's the like the Rangers are a team. I feel like the Rangers are gonna be better in the second half of the sixty games than the first half. If that makes sense. Yeah, I I can I feel like a majority of the teams will be better though. So we just have to realize like, okay, like we're not the only team with a slow start. We're not the only team that are performing the second half. And we're gonna have to make like a much more significant jump than these other teams to put us in a position to get this two seed. And one thing, one thing I do gotta say is the Rockies and the Rangers played two preseason games for each other. The Rockies were in town, so the Rangers and Rockies got had to really had to play each other like five or six times. So like maybe that did have an effect on on the both teams. Like the pitchers started getting to know the hitters like way too well, you know, more than like it would be if we're just traveling the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, not a lot of those pitchers. I mean, yeah, we pitched a lot of those guys, but towards later innings, I mean, nobody was in the game meaningful. But one good thing, Joey Gallo, he decided that it was time to show up. He hits a home run today, first one at the new and stadium. Gallo, Gallo had a good game. I mean, he had a, he, I mean, he had one strikeout late, but, like, he, he like, like Joey Gallo pretty much, he, what's funny about his, his, his like, at bats now is, like, they don't want to throw to him. They either walk him or he gets a hit. That's pretty much he gets. He either walks, strikes out, or gets a hit, because teams don't like to pitch to him. 
They always pitch him. around him. I, I mean, he he's always. Let's see how many walks he normally has a year. Last last it's year so last nice. year before he got hurt, he was like second. He was almost he was top two in every single category: home runs, OPS, on base percentage, uh, like everything. Yeah, but, he had fifty two walks last year in seventy games. He had seventy four in twenty eighteen. And he had 75 in 2017. So, like, he's become a lot more disciplined at the plate, and that's really helped him out. Now, one thing one thing I do want to see from our hitters is, like, we're getting hits, but, like, I, we, need to, we need to get more. We need our leadoff hitters to get, like, extra base hits. Because like, when, you, when, you, when you get your leadoff guy on second, or we, we need to get a, we Our leadoff guys need to get hit. Because one thing the Rangers have been doing too much is they don't get any base runners to, like, two outs. So, like, then when they hit a deep fly ball, it's just ending over instead of hitting a deep fly ball and getting a sack fly. The Rangers need to do, is, do a better job of getting runners on with less outs and not with two outs every single freaking time. Which is why I'm not the biggest fan of... I They, they bat Andrews lead off today. They gave two the day off. But I, I just don't see him as a suitable leadoff hitter. I mean, I think he's had one hit all Chu, year. Chu, Chu should always be the leadoff hitter borderline because if Chu doesn't get a hit, they he pretty he's so good at getting Chu's just so just so good at getting on base. He's done his whole career for the Rangers. He's so good at yeah. getting walks or just Chu's honestly looked like our best hitter so far, in my opinion. Besides besides Gallo, but Gallo really hasn't gotten a lot of hits because they either he's he's drawn like four walks in the first in the first series. I'm pretty sure he had like. I think he had a walk every game almost so far, which is good for Joey. I mean, Chu only has one hit too. It's just, I just I I guess it's more of like I feel like when Chu's up to bat, I feel like his just Chu has the best has had the best at bats so far. Yeah, he definitely sees the most pitches out of anybody. I would think w- Willie Willie. I gotta say for for how like they're talking about how Willie like it still needs to like work his way. And Willie Willie looked really good the first the last two games in terms of like having good at bats. Like he he did, he doesn't look afraid of the ball. He's he's just sitting in there. He's fouling off pitches. Willie, Willie looked. I think Willie is okay, which is which is a good sign. Yeah, he's definitely someone that I think will eventually. We'll see. Like, I, I I hope I'm gonna give. I'm giving the Rangers ten. I'm 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 not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna re- really talk about any of my opinions. I'm not gonna overreact. I'm gonna give it the first ten to fifteen games before I can really judge how the season's gonna go. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think so. We have this series against the because, Diamondbacks coming. Yeah, out. it's a two game. I, I think we we should we should we need to at least split that. But I, I would really, I really hope we can take both those games. But you know, we do, we are gonna have our four and five pitcher pitching, so I don't know. Which so Arizona, they lost opening day seven to two. I don't and know how good Arizona is this year, at least. Next day. Who's pitching I mean, against us in the Arizona games? Is it TBD? Let's see, let's see. But I just, I just think that splitting that we we really do need to sweep it and i think if if we get swept and lose both of those do you go into panic mode or do you wait it out a little bit because sitting at one and four you're still short you're still i think is something you're still worried about you're still only one it it depends how we lose i don't know i i like a loss is a loss. Like like what if like 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 what like like what if like what if what if our bats score like eight runs but like but like one, like one really bad reliever, like gives up like five. I mean, it's still a loss, and it's still something to be worried about. Because if you lose, because a reliever gives up five runs, then it's like, okay, what's the deal? Like, 
Oh, they're pitching Bumgarner against Lance Lynn. So, yeah, our ones will be back on Wednesday. Yeah, our ones will be back Wednesday. But Tuesday, the first game, it'll be... It's going to be Gibson. Kyle Gibson. Which I think Gibson... I, I'm excited to see Gibson in an actual game that matters because he actually had a pretty good year for the Twins last year, and he's got some experience, so... And the Diamondbacks will be throwing Merrill Kelly. Who's I thirteen and fourteen last year with a four four ERA. Uh, well, another short. thing, I I I've just noticed this. This ballpark does play very big. Like there was, there's there there easily could have been like if this was in the other ballpark, there there would have been four or five. There have been at least six home runs already in, in that series. <laughs> I mean, there was. They said that. So this was game three. So, out of eighty-one games last year that we played at the park at globe life there was three games all year where there wasn't a home run hit by either team and we through three games already have two of those and i remember last night trevor story hit a ball that it was like basically dead center center, dead left center field like 412 and it was out and story story rounds first and it's just like what the hell like he he was just so confused as to how that ball didn't go out and so i don't know if that's the thing where he's like used to colorado air if he's used to every ball he's hitting going out, but I mean, yeah, he had two home runs today. It's noticeable that some of these dudes are like, okay, like the ball. It's obviously not going to be traveling as far. We had that Globe Life Park was by far a hitter's ballpark with that jet stream that we had going out to right. The humidity, so, yeah, it's crazy. The ball just carried so far. Yeah. In that park. So, I mean, through three games, there's been what three home runs two by a story one by gallo which are people you expect to hit home runs but i'm interested to see like someone like chu who how many home runs he hits like what he had 24 home runs last year 21 the year before so someone who typically hits 20 home runs and that's in 162 so we'll see if if someone like Chu only hits like three, four, five home runs, and it's gonna be like this park. But is but that's what I was saying about this ball. This ballpark is the Rangers in this ballpark. Joey should be hitting home runs. Joey's your home run guy. But in this ballpark, we need our other hitters. We need them to drive to the gaps because when you hit the ball to the gaps in this ballpark, I mean, you're going. You have a chance at triples every time just how deep the gaps are. That's where. You, and how weird these these corners play. I forget who it was. It, it, it's like Boston. In what like you, game it was? It was but... it was the first game or the second game, I think. Someone hit a foul ball oh, or a fair ball. Down it was Connor Falefa. He hit one down the first base line, and it like ended up being a triple. So it hits, it hits the, the, the slike. So it's so weird. Like typically, feels like they start off with the stands, and then they go out towards the foul line, and it's like within a twenty foot span where it goes out. But there, it's just it's literally like a five foot area where it just juts out. And so, I think it was maybe Tapia playing right, but he was coming in, and the ball all just shoots left and so and i saw jeff mathis had a triple so it's just jeff mathis batting a thousand right now let's go that's what i'm talking so if about you just if, like things like that it's definitely gonna take some getting used to and there's not a lot of room between the chalk line and the field or in the wall and left and right and so how, how does the fair but how does the fair ball work how does the there. fair ball work is if it hits any of the chalk it's fair right yeah yeah and so matt kemp dropped the ball and barely fouled the other day yeah, the Rocky, the Rockies had a lot of blue pits for a lot of blue pits. And Daniel Murphy, I mean, I know Joey Gallo did it yesterday and beat the shift and got that single, but happened to Daniel Murphy today, and that's the run that came around to score in the ninth. 
that if they didn't pinch run, Gallo would have thrown out. But it wouldn't have mattered because we can't get base hits when it matters. We can't score in the ninth. So it's been it's been a drag to watch. Pitching, I love watching our pitching. I love watching that. But it's, it's just weird because we basically have the same roster than last year, like in terms of hitters and maybe even better than last year. But like last, last year we scored tons of runs, which is I'm weird. I'm telling you, it's just... It's, we gotta get into a rhythm of things. I think it's. I. Th- I honestly. I got to honestly at. think it's the ballpark. It has something to do to a, with it. To a point. To a point. But at the same time, it's like, how often do you come out opening day and score eight, nine runs, or like the first series? How often are you putting up like twenty well, runs? Well, another, another thing is the Rangers were a home run team last year. They don't. They don't hit a lot of like gappers and stuff. They hit the ball out of the park, and that in this ballpark it doesn't really benefit them. So the Rangers need to hit more. The Rangers need to hit more, like, the Rangers need to be more uh, ground ball hitters in this park, besides Gallo. Yeah. Hey, and how about how about um, uh, Odor, Odor getting, the Rangers ha- having two bunt hits, like, the, the in this ballpark, bunt, bunting is going to work. So. so, I have, so Odor, it worked the other day, but then today, I think it was maybe the fifth or sixth inning, Gallo comes up, strikes out, or who was it? Where was Odor batting today? He, 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 he bats, batting. He bats, okay, he bats yeah, fifth. Yeah. So Saint, Santana comes up today, strikes out on three pitches, and then Gallo comes up. I think this was his strikeout. Gallo strikes out. So it's already quick inning, and you're trying – this was when Freeland was still in the game. I think this was Freeland's last inning. And so you have these – the heart of your order coming up, and you lead it off with Santana just striking out on three pitches. Yeah, Santana's Gallo had had a rough a rough series, man. He he was swinging at a lot of pitches. Three strikeouts today, but so then Gallo comes up, he strikes out, and then it's like, okay, like we have Frazier on deck, Odor's at bat, like let's see if we can do something. Odor's obviously somebody that can hit home runs, obviously somebody that can hit doubles, whatever. And just first pitch, he drops down a bunt. And it was a good bunt, too. It wasn't even a bad bunt. It was a really good bunt. Like, the catcher just made a great play on it. I'm just not the biggest fan of it because it's a total inning killer in a situation like that. Like, at least see some pitches. A two-out a two, a two out bunt, like, I may not agree with, but, like, but like a, a leadoff. Like, I mean, Elvis had a really had a really good bunt, bunt today. Yeah. Or I yesterday. just don't think Odor is someone that needs to be bunting with two outs. He's not a two-out, like... I mean, yeah, I understand if you bun it down the. Well, maybe he was instructed. Well, he might have been. He might have been instructed. He might have. He might have been instructed to do that. It might have not been his call. Either way, I don't like that. That's someone that if he gets a hold of one, it's gone, and there's a run, and you start something. Yeah, you have two outs, but a run starts a rally, and then you see. No, I'm perfectly fine with Odor bunting against the shift. Like I'm totally fine with that. That's that's actually very smart. Whatever. If it's maybe to lead off an inning, I would much prefer it to lead off an inning, so that way you already have a runner up, and then you have Gallo. The Rangers need to go for the it's Rangers. Just need play. to. The, the Rangers don't need to don't score that much. The when the Rangers get a guy on first with competent speed, they just need to try to steal that base every time you get a guy in scoring position. Like the Rangers did not really make a lot of stealing attempts. I mean, we don't have the the people to steal, and they can't get on base, so it's it's hard. Like if the Rangers get a leadoff guy, like I, I, it'd be better honestly just to try to bunt that guy to second and then just hope the next guy gets a hit to drive that run in. I don't know. I, I personally, wouldn't agree. I would, I would rather just see what we can do. I mean, we're a team. I mean, Andrews can't hit home runs, but Solak, he can luck into a couple. Santana can hit home runs. Gallo can hit home runs. Odor, Frazier, 
Drinos, Willie Calhoun. We have two. We have two. We, like it's like not bad. Like we have too many power hitters. We don't have any like pure just like good contact hitters that can just drive the ball and like and just. We don't have like, we don't have a lot of just pure hitter hitters. Like not. I mean, that's what Andrews, Chu, and Santana and Solak can be though. Andrews is a pure hitter. Chu's a hitter. Andrews Solak is gets no, nothing against Santana. Elvis. I love Elvis, but he. I mean, he's he's. Maybe it's just early in the season. Like, I, like I guess maybe I'm just expecting too much. Maybe I'm just expecting us to like go up there and hit the ball every single at bat. Maybe that's like way. It's not. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not. So I don't know. We need to see. We need a, these couple days off. Figure some things out. See what it's happens. It's only. It's only one. It's only one day off. From, it's only one day off. I think. Right. It's tomorrow, and then they play Tuesday night. Yeah, but we have all day today. We have tomorrow, and then. We played what's today Sunday? Yeah, we played Tuesday. Do they have a practice? Do they have practice on the off days or like how does that work? I would assume so, especially if we're staying here and we don't have to travel anywhere. Yeah, no, we have a no, but I'm saying the Rangers, I, the Rangers need to take advantage of these first like ten games because they're not they're not particularly against very good teams. You play you play Arizona then San Francisco, so I mean yeah, these are games that we really really need to win. We definitely at the worst need to split the series with Arizona. We need to try to get back. No, to I said the Rangers. The Rangers at the end of the first ten games, if the Rangers are still warming up and getting in sync, the Rangers need to at least try to be five and five after the first ten to keep pace with everybody else. And honestly, it depends what everybody else is doing too, because we don't like. I mean, MLB. We saw what MLB.com predicted. They predicted everybody pretty much being it by the end of the season within like two or three games, like because they expected because of like the whole Corona thing. You know, everybody's gonna be like, it might be a thing where like everybody like kind of wins like every other ish game. Like teams are gonna be losing and winning more like and like not consistently yeah you don't have the the streaks that are, are possible you don't have these like 19 20 game win streaks that happen late in the where's the schedule so we have so we have we have we have we have we have um uh five five games versus uh and we have two games against arizona then a three game versus san francisco ideally out of the next five i want ideally you want to try to take at least three out of the next five against these NL West teams, if possible. Now, and four is not too far out of the question, because I don't, I really don't think that taking two from Arizona, from Arizona is hard, because uh, the second game they're throwing Bumgarner, or we have Lance Lynn on the mound, which is a game that, like... I mean, Bumgarner is kind of old, so we don't really don't know how he's going to play. And so it's I mean, he got, he got, didn't, didn't he get absolutely bashed opening day, Bumgarner did? Um, I'm up? not sure how bad it was. I know he gave up, he gave up like two or three or three or four. I don't remember. Let's see what he did. Uh, yeah, he. I'm not sure, but I I, I really do think that we need to take two. The Giants them. are terrible. And we should we should beat the, we should at least take two from the Giants. But I don't know with our hitting. Honestly, we, it, it could be one of those things where we we just go on the road and we just like completely hit better on the road than we do at home. Which, which honestly wouldn't be out of the question, depending on the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see here. I, I do I do like this year for the West Coast games that they are playing them an hour earlier, just for yeah, the sake of fans. That's so nice. Especially when our whole entire division is over there, just about. No, that 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 first that first Oakland series is going to be important. I mean, we have a we have we have Oakland. Then then after the NOS, we pretty much play. AL West. We have Oakland, LA, Seattle, Colorado, San Diego, San Diego, Seattle. I mean, the month of August honestly isn't a terribly hard month because 
I mean, Oakland, yes, they're our division rivals, but we 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 can beat Oakland. L.A. I, I'm not I'm not a believer in L.A. We usually do pretty good against them, but then Seattle is terrible. You should win all three years. Seattle. LA's, LA's a new team for sure. They are a new team. But their pitching, their pitching is their pitching is just it, it's it's still kind of suspect. The Rangers, I mean the Rangers, the Rangers match up well against the Angels because the the Angels have bad pitching, but the Rangers have good pitching. So the Rangers match up against well against the Angels. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I mean, one can hope we win at least four out of these thank, next five. Thank, thank goodness we only play one series versus the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe maybe Gallo can get another home run off Kershaw. No, the, 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 the first, ideally, I mean, the Rangers, ideally until, like, for through the first 10 to 15 games, the Rangers want to try to stay, like, perfectly around a game above or a game below 500. That way, like, when they turn things on, they don't have to make up a lot of ground. They can kind of just turn things on around 500 and start getting three or four or five, six games above 500. You know what I mean? Because I, I would feel much safer, like, instead of fighting for the third spot in the division and a wild card spot, I would much rather be in, like, contention for this two seed. And if we don't get it, we still have a potential wild card spot. No, and, and that's what I said this like, this okay, year. Game out of the two seed. As like, much as much rather that. As much as these like, NL West games are annoying, the AL West, the division games this year are really going to make the difference. If the Rangers can be good in the division, they're going to make the playoffs. That's really what it comes down to. Because I mean, I'm pretty sure a crazy amount of games this year for these 60 are against your division. 40. Yeah. So that's I mean that's ridiculous. You're going to be seeing these dudes every single week just about yeah no the rain so, the rain the, the team the rangers really need to stomp out is the a's if the rangers can be really good against the a's that's going to be very crucial the a's and the astros the rangers like the rangers should try to like pretty much like the, the i mean the astros regardless of anything the astros are a good team the rangers usually have good battles with them but the, the, with the rangers pitching help now should be very competitive games with the astros and that's another thing the rangers probably aren't going to get blown out a lot this year pretty much all the games are you're going to have a chance in every game just because the pitching is going to be so consistently good you're going to have a chance to score so in games the rangers do turn on the offense they should win those games pretty much every yeah. time on paper we should but who but, knows but hey it is fun to know that like every game is going to be close and that we have a chance pretty much every game especially with these 60 games though here in about Four but hey, like I said, the first I'm not gonna put a lot of stock in the first 10, 10 games, ten to fifteen games because I mean, look, it's not just the Rangers. There could be a lot of other teams that aren't very good that just get off to good starts because other teams aren't doing very good. Like the Orioles could get off to like a seven and like two start, but then end up losing like twenty in a row or something like that. You know? Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, it's just weird because it's only sixty games, so it's like no, this is a weird year. Like right there, that's you, you could have there's gonna be you could you could end up with a terrible team like the Marlins or the Orioles making the playoffs just because of the sixty game season. So yeah, no, the rain if if the rain the Rangers need to take at least they need to take at least when the the Rangers need to try to at least split games with the Astros in the year, like win fifty percent and then the Astros win fifty percent. That's where the Rangers should be with the Astros. The A's the Rangers need to like try to pretty much take sixty to sixty five percent of the games against the A's this year. The Angels the the Rangers should beat the Mariners almost every game because the Mariners are terrible. So we should I know, but it's still in division and so you know like I mean the Mariners did beat the Astros today. Much different. Okay, let me those rephrase that. The, the Rangers shouldn't struggle with the Mariners. That's yeah, we shouldn't, but, I mean, Rangers baseball. With bad hitting, special. like, yeah, you can honestly lose to anybody. With 
terrible timing. That's really kind of how it works. No, but I, I do think I'm really pissed off because I really wanted to see Kluber play today because I feel like if Kluber plays today, we probably win, even with the lack of offense. Like, Kluber probably goes six six innings. I mean, that first inning was freaking amazing. He looked pretty sharp. Yeah, they they said his, he wasn't liking the command of his off-speed, which I definitely see. And looked good to me. <laughs> just give it some time. I think he walked somebody in the first. I, I mean, yeah, he only. He, I mean, he went. He went four batters and got three outs, pretty much. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, I I, I respect it though for the Rangers. I mean, it's a sixty-game season. You don't, you want to make sure Kluber's healthy, and you have. And the Rangers are confident that if like they can pull Kluber, especially early in the season, they're confident in their other guys. Now, honestly, if Palumbo didn't didn't like where I mean, Palumbo. I think Palumbo was fine. I think Palumbo just kind of like his. He's he's still very young and up and coming, and I feel like his stamina is still get like it needs to get better, and you just you just get better at that over time. His stamina just isn't where it needs to be right now, and like that's why he was he he lost control and command after three innings that were really good just because he was so tired. I think he couldn't hit his spots and everything. It's just a very weird situation for him, and it was a very like he. I mean, he he, he was he probably didn't he nowhere, probably didn't expect like, to play. I mean, he wasn't ready. So that's a situation that no pitcher really is gonna just excel in. I probably would. And he did his job 100%. Like, I, I'm not gonna blame this game on him. I'm not gonna say. Obviously, like, yeah. Obviously, I mean, you can't do anything about like he only gave up like three, two or three hits, but like one, just, one just happened to be a home run. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's definitely something I'm more 100% more worried about the bats at this point. So. I I, I, I hopefully hopefully maybe it was just maybe it was just Colorado but we'll see. Hope hopefully I mean it's not it wasn't just the Rangers. I mean some teams like are, their bats are really good right now, but that but that's also a product of other teams just having terrible pitching to start the year, and also vice versa. Pitchers are looking better because teams bats aren't looking good. I think I think after the first ten to fifteen games, you'll start to act really see like who the who 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 were the actual good teams and like who just started off really good because other teams are really bad. I think after the first the first couple the first two or three weeks, you'll probably start team everything will start probably looking more normal again, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, absolutely. So so when so do you we'll when see. do you when do you think Kluber plays his next next game? Like when does when is his scheduled next start? That makes more sense. Uh, uh, I believe like probably the, se- the second or third game in what the San well, Francisco series. If if Lynn was game two of that Diamondback series, then the second game of the San Francisco series is what I would think. And that's and that's how many days is that? One, two, three, four, that's, five, that's six. That's the first. Yeah, one, two, three, first. four, five, six, seven. That's a that's a week away. So, and if they don't want to play him there, they could they could they could do Lyles or Gibson again, and that could give him another week, which I think would be fine. Yeah. So, or you can just throw him in the next day on the second. I don't know what we'll do. I mean, I mean it's fine. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't need you shouldn't need an all star pitcher to to like. Especially against some of those really bad teams, we shouldn't waste Kluber. Like, especially if he's healing, don't waste him against a really bad team. Wait, wait for when you get into division play and need those games more, way more. Yeah. The division games are more important than the NL West games. At yeah. the end, at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, I, I'm not going to overreact. I mean, one thing I do hate about Rangers fans: Rangers fans are very like depressing and like very negative. Like, it's I don't know what it is. They just they just have no faith in the team, and they're so like. Rangers, if, you, if you just go read the Rangers' Twitter replies, I mean, it's like, oh, this team sucks, fire, fire everybody, like, 
You can't be like that after one game or a series. You have to be optimistic. Yeah, but I, I definitely understand and see the frustration with how it is hard to be optimistic after the offensive performance. I mean, you think you think Red time. Sox fans are? You think I mean the Red Sox are still better than the Orioles, even though the Orioles won the first two out of three. But oh, I'm sure Red Sox fans are furious right now. Oh, no, I would be. But I don't know. It's something we just gotta hold out on, give it a week, see if we really need to hit the panic button or not, and then we just go from there. I mean, and if we're if we're sitting around like 16 and 14, 17 and 13 at the halfway point, that's good. Maybe maybe then that's when you try to go and, make some and really like, it's, more bullpen moves. Go try to make some moves. At the wait, agency. when when are are there is there actually a trade deadline this year? How does that work? Yeah, I need to figure out when the actual date is. But yeah, they're they're doing some weird deadline. Because the Rangers, I remember the commentators on the pregame show. They talk about how like for the trade deadline, don't expect a lot of like big moves this year because of the shortened season. Like teams will probably just hold on to those players to make trades in August the off season. August thirty first. August thirty first. That's so weird, man. So we'll see. We I, shall see. I don't think the Rangers. I don't think the Rangers have the assets unless the Rangers just trade the farm for like Arenado or somebody. But I don't think. I don't think like those big name players that like that would have been on the trade block for a full season. Or I think those teams would probably hold off till the off season on those people just because like it's a shortened season and you don't like you don't want to do anything crazy in the shortened season. You might just wait till the next till after the season when you're in the off season to make trade a lot of those star players no i could see like good role players getting traded like you, is there anybody in particular you could see they like a player the rangers might go after like maybe that's not a superstar but someone that could either help as a bat or as like a a, a bullpen guy it's just really early to tell right now because I, I mean first we need to see if we're even going to be in the position to make any moves and then we need to see teams that because normally when you're talking about the trade deadline you already have figured out like okay who's gonna be for real who's gonna be for not and also you need to know like are you gonna sell good players and try to be yeah, and try to so, rebuild no the problem with the rangers is i don't think the rangers i don't think the rangers are gonna do any are gonna trade minor or lin or anybody i don't think the rangers are really gonna trade anybody this year because it's a 60 game sample size and the rangers probably want to see this team this 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 roster they have right now they probably want to see it in a full 162 game sample size uh yeah we're not gonna trade any of our starters because that's something that no matter what we get like that no, I could see them maybe trading games. for now. If that if it comes where they do need a little bit of extra pop from the offense, I could see them maybe making a move for like a bat, like an eight or like a seven, eight or nine bat, possible. Yeah, I, I I'm not against that, but like I said, I don't know enough about baseball to even know like a good role player to trade for. So I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, it's just something that it, it's hard to figure out now. You gotta wait, give it some time, figure out. Who's one, be buying, one thing I can't selling. one thing I can say is uh, Santana looked pretty good in the outfield these last three games. He had to make some really good like long runs and he he looked fine. So yeah, I was. This is it's it's gonna take a while to get used to. Where yeah, we're playing right now. I I think but. I think I think everybody in the Rangers family needs to just chillax and like just like like take take the first ten games with a grain of salt for every single team because you just because it could take it it's gonna take players like longer to get adjusted to everything more than other players yeah i mean Gal yeah. they even said today that gallo said like he's not even he's not even 100 percent yet but they said like the commentary said that home that home run today from gallo could be a good sign that gallo's almost like caught up to game speed yeah i mean because there there were some pitches that gallo that were like pretty much in the center of the plate that he either like just didn't swing or was a little early or a little late that i like i thought last year he those were probably in the third deck so yeah yeah so we'll 
see what happens with that. We'll we'll give it some time. Hope, hopefully, hopefully after the first ten to fifteen games, everybody's like finally like a little settled settled down and adjusted. And I th- I think I'm I'm optimistic about it just because the, I'm optimistic because the, when you have good pitching, like you can you can win a lot of games with, even with terrible hitting just just off your pitching being fantastic. So yeah. But, but in other news, it was great to see Luca back on the court today. Uh yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much you were able to watch because it was at the same time. I, I I watched I I watched I yeah I watched on my phone because I only had to look I was listening I watched the I watched the first half. It was, yeah, it was nice. It was. So Luca had twenty four minutes, scored twenty points, which I mean he was once again okay seven one for four from three, which is pretty typical of him. But I mean, but I mean, but but, but Luca like driving to the basket he looked really good today. He had a lot of yeah. good. I mean, he's it's it's just effortless for him. I mean, you see what he does. He just calls for a screen, gets the guy on his back, and then either either make gets an easy assist to the corner, or just gets a layup, or just dumps it off to the roller, and it's an easy basket. I mean, it's hilariously yeah, easy. For the, the Pacers could not guard him today, and he was he looked really sharp, and especially without KP on the floor, it was really good to see how how he moved around. No, another thing, really quick, I just want to note it it, it, it was it was good him. it was good to see Victor Oladipo back out on the court. Yeah, he looked he looked really good. So good for the Pacers. I think the Pacers are a team I really think that could make some noise in the playoffs with Oladipo. But with the bonus out, that really does that hurts them a lot. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they're gonna be able to do without Sabonis because that's something that that's someone that was a very big piece as to what they were doing. But at the end of it all, it's like I'm only worried about my team. So I. I'm not gonna. Obviously, I'm not gonna sit here and wish injuries upon anyone. We're but. not. We're not gonna go too far in depth on the Mavs, guys, just because we've already been talking for almost an hour about the Rangers. But um, we will probably, pro- since the Rangers aren't playing tomorrow, we probably can find a time to do another pod tomorrow that we can talk more Mavs and some Cowboys and some star stuff. Yeah, too. training camp for the Cowboys opens tomorrow. Yeah, all the rookies got signed. Yeah, t- tomorrow we'll probably have a. We'll probably have a pot out tomorrow afternoon or somewhere around there that we can focus more on the Mavs. We just wanted to get a, a, a for all Rangers fans. We just wanted to get y'all a pod because we know that the that that that's the biggest news right now. Star, uh, just a little quick notes. Stars are uh, left today. They're they I think they're in Edmonton already. They're in the NHL bubble, so that's all cool. Stars looking good. Uh, the Mavs, uh, they're one and one in the in the, in the scrimmages. Everything I think looked good for the Mavs in terms of the starters. Curry looks good. Hardaway looks yeah. looked fine off the dribble. Uh, Boban, I mean, I mean, he's looking like a solid bench player. I mean, every game he's he's just he's just a monster. I mean, he gets rebounds, he gets putbacks, he cre- he creates a lot of second chance opportunities for this team to get other that kicks out for threes, which I like. Absolutely. So, we'll see what happens. We got Rangers baseball on Tuesday against the Diamondbacks. I believe that game's at eight o'clock or seven. O'clock. Eight eight o eight o five first pitch on Tuesday, and then on on yeah. on Wednesday it's a three o five first pitch. So we will we'll cover that. We might we might do pot after each game. Might just wait till the series is over. We'll figure out. Wait with with two but, with two. Yeah, honestly, it really depends. Like for 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 if if it's, if it's a day game, it'll we can probably do a pot after. But the the Diamondback series is. But also also we'll probably have a pot in there too because the match of another scrimmage. So we we probably can do a, a a pod talking about the mass scrimmage and that Rangers game that day too. So. Yeah, so we'll we'll get some stuff out for you. I want I want to give a shout out to everybody that DM me on Twitter saying you like the pod. I really do appreciate it, guys. We we got 17 listens I think on the first pod, which is absolutely fantastic. It's more than I could have asked for for the first one. We are we are very grateful that y'all would take your time to listen to our podcast. So 
it, it, it is greatly appreciated. Shout outs to my boys, McGuire, Christian, and Matthew. Appreciate the support, giving us feedback. All of it's appreciated. So I appreciate all y'all for listening and for all the feedback. Yeah, no, guys, it's a really greatly appreciate. We do appreciate it. We are ex- we, 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 I, we, we can absolutely not wait for Mavs basketball to come back the next season. We cannot wait for Stars playoff hockey to start. It's just going to be such. August is going to August is going to be such a fun month for sports. I mean, yeah. I can absolutely not wait. I mean, I have to think about. I have online school the first three weeks, so it's going to be a little bit more chill at home, and I get to like pretty much now. If the Rangers are playing a day game while I'm doing school, I can just turn on the TV and do my school and watch the Rangers play. So, <laughs> it's. It's, can't a, beat that. it's actually can't beat that. it's actually fantastic with all this content coming out. But we do appreciate the support, guys. Um, yeah, so hopefully the Rangers can pick up the bats coming in the Diamondback series. The Mavs play what wins a scrimmage Wednesday? That would be, I believe. Uh, I think. The yeah, they play the clip. They put they play the um uh, the uh, the seventy sixers Wednesday, I believe. So we probably can do a, a we probably can do a a pod Wednesday. A, or Wednesday, either Tuesday night. We, we play Tuesday. Tuesday against the Sixers. Tuesday so against we, the Sixers. So we can, yeah. We'll do one Tuesday night. And then we and then, we'll and do, and then we can do one Wednesday after the Rangers game. All right, that's perfect. Absolutely. So we appreciate all y'all for support. Oh, shout, shout, shout out your socials. Shout out your socials before I end this. Gabe Benedict 4 on Twitter. G-A-B-E-B-E-N-E-D-I-C-T 4 on Twitter. Go give that a follow. Appreciate it. Going to be tweeting out the the podcast as soon as it drops so appreciate all y'all listening and we will see y'all in a couple days uh yeah guys um go ahead and follow me i'm just young onyx on twitter that's capital y-o-u-n-g capital o-n-y-x-x as my at and um uh, yeah follow me if you want to follow if you want to follow the pod you can go follow the pod we're just core for dallas on twitter that's capital c-o-r-e and then number four in the capital D for Dallas. And yeah, go follow the pod. We appreciate all the support, guys. And as and as always, we're by the fans for the fans. And we will see you in the next one. Adios, amigos.